Hello everyone, I'm Samuel, mechanical engineer. I'm here one more time in if this is stupid, but it works. I haven't recorded for a time. I think uh, yeah, I was missing it, honestly. When I started recording, it was really, really fun. I'm here to for another episode for all of you. I hope you enjoy it and let's go. Today you have a new task in your job. It's uh, well, it's not something that usually happens. Your boss come by and tell you, you know, this part that you have designed, the design is good. I think the material could be okay, but can you make it lighter? You say, yeah, sure. I mean, maybe I can remove some material here and there. But he asks you, yeah, but can you make it a part of lighter, like more? Can can it resist more forces? bigger forces can you do it uh, better you say uh, yeah sure i mean i can use this technique and this that technique but your boss is still not there not he he's not still confident that your solution is going to be all right and you say okay what is the maximum you can optimize a shape in order to serve your purposes and of course uh, this uh, being science and you being an engineer for sure there has to be a solution that solution is topology optimization. So what is it? Basically what you are saying to this program or this, let's say techniques, is okay, I have this basic shape, I have uh, these constraints, I have this weight limit, I have this force that is being applied, and you want to say, okay, what is the best way for me to uh, support these forces in these uh, fixation points? And you say, okay, fine. Then what happens is that you will, uh, of course, uh, at this point, you can imagine that this requires a lot of mathematics, a lot of it. I'm not going to go into those details. I think uh, that's way beyond my experience, <laughs> but at least I would like you to understand the basics. So what happens is that uh, you will start to place this model into a CAD uh, computer assisted design program. Uh, you can space this can be NX, CATIA, SOLIDWORKS, whatever. I think this point uh, you can convert probably one to another, or at least uh, export an XDEF file and work with that. So you're going to take that basic model that you have modeled at the beginning. Uh, can be really sketchy, honestly, at this point. Just uh, give roughly the volume you have for your design and go for it. And what you're going to do now is going to say, okay, I, in my model, I want this to be the fixation points, this to be the loads I want to apply, and uh, I want the mass to be reduced by this amount. What the program is going to do is first it's going to mesh, it's going to do some FEM. Uh, that's for the non-initiated, it's something really easy. It's just going to, let's say, make a mesh inside and outside of the model, so like everywhere where the volume is, and the mesh, that mesh has points, like one point here and another point like a few millimeters to the side and so on. So you have different points, a lot of millions of points usually uh, in your model. And in each of those points, it's going to perform a... I would, I would like to say a small calculation, but that's not true. It's going to perform some calculations relative to that point, And then it's going to unite everything together. 
to get the information for the point could be that it is usually is using the information of the points uh, next to it. So you start it starts to compute like the force, uh, how it's going to move, and so on. And it's going to do this, and then the, your model is going to you know give you give you a result that depending on the problem you will see or not. I will then what the problem will do is to say okay all this area that all this uh, space that we are we have here we are not using it so we are we are just going to remove it take it out and perform this calculation again and then it's going to mesh again perform the calculation and see okay now I have uh, this other area that maybe I can just chip in a little bit of material and it's going to do the calculations again what happened in the end is that you start to have a shape that has a lot of holes usually but uh, that makes that your force go directly or let's say almost directly depending on the shape depending on exactly what you want from your uh, load to your fixation point it's going to take the shortest route so to say okay and that's uh, the result that it's going to give you and that's the optimization of the topology that you have so it's the optimization of the volume for the purpose that you need that's uh, i think is pretty nice it is used in different parts of engineering. For example, it is really used in aerospace, where you have to save a lot of money. And to save money, what you have to do is save a lot of material. Not only because the material is expensive, but because if you have a plane that is really weights a lot, yeah, if it is lighter, it's going to consume less fuel. So it's going to be cheaper for the customer. So this kind of uh, issues. Also, uh, for you as an engineer, usually it saves time because this is probably the best solution you can get. Mathematically speaking, depending if you are doing the, cal uh, the calculation right or wrong, or you can optimization this way or this other way. So that's uh, really interesting also for, for your boss because you are just pressing a button and maybe what you could do in three days, you are doing just in one. Also for you, you are making a structure that you don't have a lot of control over. So you are, well, you are saying you have this loss, this fixation, this material, this volume, fine. But there is one thing that you are not, you don't have control over, more or less, is how it's going to be manufactured. For example, let's put it in this way. If sometimes when you try to make these uh, parts, they are going to have a lot of holes that you cannot reach with a milling machine, even in a five axis, or it's going to be like really expensive. So at this moment is when another technology comes in. This is 3D printer. And with 3D printer you can make, you know, you can solve some of these problems. It's not going to solve all of your problems. 3D printing also has its own problems. Especially if you, for example, you try to do a lot of uh, these items at uh, the long run, unless it is really over-specific, for example, for a rocket, it's not going to be that, that uh, costly saving. So you have to take care of uh, those details. But in general, at, or at least, uh, what you have now is a problem for engineering, not a mathematical problem. And that's a problem that, as an engineer, you should be able to solve. This is uh, where your engineering skills come, and you have to judge by yourself what's the best uh, approach for you to manufacture this, or if you want to manufacture this. Maybe the solution that you have is like, yeah, this is nice, but maybe I can just remove some material here and there in the previous model. Now that I see in this new model that I don't need it, I'll just continue doing it the old way, but with a new improvement. That's also fine. 
when you are designing something, it's not the last time you are going to design it. Sometimes you have to improve the model, say, uh, create a version 2.0, or maybe you are in the prototyping phase. These kind of things happen. Yeah. And now there comes uh, something really interesting. I have spoken about the loads that you were using. And most likely what you are thinking at this moment is just a force. For example, I have one Newton here, 100 Newtons, 500 Newtons, whatever, in this position of the, this model, in this tiny corner over here. And I have the fixation point in the other side. Okay, fine. That's nice that you can solve most of the problems like this. But what if you combine it with uh, other systems? For example, what if you combine the, uh, this uh, topology optimization with, uh, you know, what, what's the deal with the turbulence in this edge? Maybe you have a edge on a bridge that has to, uh, you have to hook something for whatever reason, and you're going to say, yeah, but what if the wind is uh, blowing and this starts to become, uh, create some turbulence uh, in the air that has some repercussions somewhere else in the bridge? Can you include it? Or can you, for example, include it in, in a dam? Because you are creating some kind of a dam for the water on some measuring device that will go in the water. Can you combine it? And the reason is, the answer is yes. You can do it. You, have a you need a really good program or you have to do a simulations with different kind of programs and combine it together. But yes, it is problem. It is something possible. So it's also something to keep in mind. And that's why sometimes you see uh, motorbikes, for example, or cars, that uh, you see the structure, the frame of the motorbike has a lot of holes. I say, what? why are those holes there? I mean, it, also for aesthetics, it looks really nice, <laughs> have to say, but does they have a purpose? And yeah, if they're stupid, but it works. Making more holes make uh, the motorbike better. Thank you everyone for yet another episode of If It Is Stupid But It Works. I have to say that uh, this has uh, been an interesting episode. This is a short introduction into topology optimization. I have uh, used it uh, in the past. It is fun to see the results. Sometimes it is a little bit hard to work with the model after them. I hope that you like it. I hope that uh, if this is interesting for you or you have uh, learned something that you let me know about it send me a message, leave me a comment. I am on Instagram, you can contact me there. And remember that I'm a Stitcher Radio on Spotify, on iTunes. Share it if you like it, share it if you don't like it. Any share is uh, really good for me. I'm really happy if you are listening to me and I hope to see you well or to hear you next time. Bye bye.